0: and most people know it as the Festival of Lights and associated with fireworks. But the Hindu Festival of Diwali, or the Pavali, is one that goes back centuries and is still celebrated all over the Indian diaspora annually. We've asked historian Dr. Vashna Jagannath to uh, come in this afternoon to enlighten us about the background to these celebrations and what exactly they entail. Uh, Vashna, good afternoon to you. Lovely to have you on the program with us. I think if you asked just about any any South African what Diwali is, they'd acknowledge it is a festival of lights. That's very that's well known. But but obviously, all of that originates from a story. What is
1: that story that so many of us don't know? Good afternoon, Joanne. Um, yes, I think, uh, you know, there's a dominant story around Diwali, like most festivals and celebrations. And that dominant mythological story is based around Lord Rama, who is a particular god in the pantheon of Hinduism. And the idea is that he's returning from 14-year exile after a big battle in which he defeats a demon king. And the one interpretation of Diwali and the most dominant is that he is returning, and it's a celebration of light over darkness. That's why it's called the Festival of lights. However, there's various other... Sort of deities and meanings attached to the holiday, to the festival. You have Lord, um, Lord um, sorry, the goddess Lakshmi, who is the goddess of wealth, who's also attached to the festival. That's why in the north of India, for example, they also celebrate the New Year because it's a sign of prosperity. People then open their new books for their businesses and so on. There's also, in places like Bengal, attached to uh, the goddess Kali who's very large and popular in that part of India. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's a lot it, it, Diwali predates these mythical stories. It actually is a very ancient festival, and it's a very ancient harvest festival. Oh. So it's tied to the our harvest and all of that. And like most things, like Christmas and so on, later religious practices and popular deities get ascribed. To that period. But it largely starts off as a sort of harvest festival. That's why the mother goddesses are still attached to Diwali. So you have Lakshmi, you have Kali, but Lord Ram becomes dominant. Interesting indeed. Uh, As with any Indian
0: celebration, food is obviously Mm -hmm. central to this festival. Also, it's become in our cultures. Uh, Give us some examples of the type of food that's prepared.
1: Well, for example, in South Africa and in many homes, I think across India as well, uh, vegetarian food is prepared. It depends which part of India you come from. Some parts, uh, people, for example, in the diaspora of South Africa have the Indian diaspora in South Africa have where South Indians cook meat, uh, meat dishes and uh, really nice uh, sweet sweetmeats, what they call sweetmeats, which is um, sweet dishes like desserts. Um, and then you have in the North Indian homes, You have people cooking vegetarian dishes and uh, lots of sweetmeats. So that's a a very sort of defining feature of Diwali is the sweetmeats, what we call mitai, which is the thing that you then also not only cook it in your house and serve to people who come to your house, Mm -hmm. but you go to other people's homes and deliver this as gifts and presents as well.
0: How important is the gathering of families for this festival?
1: It's incredibly important, and people come together, people travel home. If people aren't living near their home, they usually travel. When we were young, I don't know how much it's done now, but when we were young, our parents would sort of prepare for Diwali like a month in advance, where (laughs) all the food is prepared, where we'd have to go to the shops and buy new clothes. And it was a huge thing, and everyone got new clothes, new food. It was a huge process. You would be with your mom in the kitchen till late at night preparing <laughs> the sweetmeats, yes. which is very laborious. So it was m- m- different then in terms of preparation, but it's a very, still a very key, important part of people coming together. And I think what we have to understand, that while in essentials, Diwali remains the same, that is the lighting of lamps around people's houses, the light symbolizing the light, fireworks, which symbolizes as well, like lighting up the night sky. Mm. There are things that are done differently in different parts of the world. Right. For example, in India itself, Diwali is celebrated over four or five days, oh. and and they also do things like there's a there's danteras, which is about gambling, where people would gamble on Diwali nights so that money can be can multiply in the coming year. So it mm. symbolizes that. Whereas in South Africa, we do it a bit differently because of the sort of legal system and schooling and so on, we do it over two days right. usually or a day, and people who are grouped into the South African Indian community as either being from North India or the South of India, then celebrate in fairly uniformed ways Diwali, which is not necessarily how it is in India.
0: You know, I was going to ask you about that because some people are wondering why some Hindus are celebrating it today and others are celebrating yeah. it tomorrow.
1: I think the the usual the usual sort of um the story that's given for that is that Ram would have travelled from the south of India first, because he was coming from what's present-day Sri Lanka, and into the north. So, as his arrival came in the south of India, then people would have celebrated him, and then he eventually gets to the north of India, where then people celebrated. So it was after the time. But I think that that is we just do it now in this way. We've come to a sort of a system that works for our community and how our community developed and was shaped and also the ways in which people within the South African community would like to distinguish themselves from each other, which might not actually be based on the actual practices of what's happening in India.
0: Thank you so much for your insight into that story. That is a historian and academic, Dr. Vashna Jagannath.